which is Lugler. You should start. Oh, I want to forgive you, and I want to forget you. Welcome back to D-Girls, your first and only favorite and best fully developed pop culture podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Julia. I'm Delaney. And I'm Tina, and we are your D-Girls, and what an intro that was, Julia. Wow, that felt (laughs) so good. I have never felt better about this podcast than right now. Absolutely, I aim to please. true hype woman on this this Wednesday night. This week, we're just going to do some chitting and chatting. We just want to catch up. There's so much news, so many reasons to get our cameras up, because BravoCon was this past weekend, and wowie wowie, we all opted together not to go. We highly considered it. We were looking mm-hmm. at hotels. We were mm-hmm. looking at prices. We had the text message, ticket messages. And we were like, this is simply too much. And I honestly feel like I'm really glad we didn't go. Yeah, I, exactly. The Even amount though Julia of content- is a lover of Las Vegas. Okay, well, a known lover of Vegas. A known Vegas lover, Julia Boyd. In a way, we can get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Um, It feels very relevant now. It did feel fun to us because it was in Vegas this year, which we are closer in proximity to than New York, where it usually takes place. Which we're closer emotionally to. We're closer emotionally to. And... um, but I think I, there's so much content that comes out of it, and Peacock is streaming the panels now. Like, it, you, you don't miss anything, and if anything, all you avoided was crowds. And I think we get enough. We get to see these people all the time. Every Vanderpump Rules person we've seen or met, every, like, Beverly Hills person we've seen or met. I've seen Austin Kroll, and I've seen plenty of Southern Charm people in Southern Hospitality. Like, I will say the fans that did go, like, just from some of the panels and the clips that I've been seeing on TikTok, like... Those are some of the most like I know. Uh, like really incredible question askers. People who are yes, not afraid yeah. to just like get in it. And well, like yeah. we was, need yes. those bold, confident people to be going to these events and to be holding these ladies and these men's feet to the fire. You know what I and mean? And they boy mm-hmm. did they. And I almost wonder, I really actually want to talk with y'all about the fan thing. Cause part of me wonders if it's one of those experiences where I would get there. I felt this way about drag con before where it's like, I love RuPaul's drag race. I love Queens. Like I, I, and then you go and you're like, Oh, am I one of y'all or not? I don't know if I, I don't know yeah. if we're the same. Maybe I'm not supposed to be here. And I wonder if, like, I would feel that way at BravoCon of, like, oh, I'm a fan, but I'm not, like, a you fan. <laughs> like, in where I think I'm different or, like, terminally special. Like, I, or even when I go to Salem, I'm like, oh, no, no, I like it more than you. Why are you here? Like, I just feel like I don't know if I would, how I would feel amongst the actual crowd of actual people who are passionate about it in oh, different ways. Oh, I thought you meant the opposite of, of they would be so intense that you'd be like, oh, I think I'm not whatever this is. It's a little bit of both it's like no I like this more and it's different and I'm not such a lame about it like I'm just I'm an I'm an Aquarius oh. at the end of the day and so <laughs> that <laughs> that I think I that like, I do it huh. different and better than everyone else oh okay um, yeah the I don't yeah, know and, it's different that it just feels di- I don't know I'm like because I know from people that I know who have gone to Bra- BravoCon that they have been in these spaces and been like oh is this who we are like, well, it's just like crowds of people. I mean, that's yes, all it is. Yes, and the concentration is. of like, an obsession. And I think even like, I don't know that I'd be so obsessed with like 
meeting these people at the end of the day. One of the podcasts I listened to, Watch What Crappens, I think made a point about listening to the panels that were like, oh, y'all are actually very boring, uninteresting people unless you're being edited appropriately. So like panels of you Mm. is not actually it. I don't need to listen to like long form conversation with these people. I need to see Mm. the fast paced like editing. So there's just like, I don't know. These are some of the thoughts that have been swirling in my head around BravoCon. So I'd love like what you y'all were feeling about it. Well, I would feel like I would probably fit right in. I feel like I would be really just gelling with these crazy fans. Honestly, I mean, I just can't pretend that I wouldn't be just like them. You know, like there's just there's I guess there's just highs and lows to it all. It's like any fan group. Any, like, Mm -hmm. you could pick any fan group in the world, and there's, like, some really unhinged people because there's just crazy people in the world. You know what I mean? So, you know, you're going to get that. You're going to feel that way. Personally, the the part that I would have the hardest time with is just crowds in general. Just, like, being a part of a big crowd in a venue with, like, those hallways. That's what would be, like, all right, I've had enough of this. Not necessarily, like, the caliber of people because it's, like, Look at us. Look at us right here. We have a podcast talking about Bravo. So I fit in. I was looking at some aspects of this, the way people approach it with merch, the way people Mm -hmm. plan out, like, I'm going to wear this fan shirt on this day, and I've traveled, and I've done this, and I want to see this person. I want to buy this merch. It's very Disney. It's very Disney adults. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to check this box. I've met this many people. I've gotten this many pictures. Yeah, exactly. Which is just like, we come from a different world in general, so we are just going to be different in terms of how we see this but yes that's exactly Disney adult is a good way to put it yeah and I don't mean it in the in in any type of pejorative way but it's more that I don't think I have anything in my life that I approach to that extent the closest would be going to the eras tour and like preparing Mm -hmm. you know my special outfit for that and whatnot um, but in terms of like a sustained, a convention type atmosphere or this like eventized meet and greet merch palooza, I don't think I have anything quite like that in my life. But for some people, it's like a major, major hobby. So mm. I think, I don't know that I'm, I'm a big fan of a lot of things. I don't know that I, I don't know if I express my fandom in that type of way. Yeah, same. Mm. I feel that way. Like if I if we all went, we'd have a great time. I yes. am not I'm not itching or dying to go. This has never no, been one of those agreed. things that's ever really been on no. like conventions in general. Again, exactly. it's just crowds. You're right. I'm just like, I think you're right. I'm good. It's humans. Right. It's, it's just convent yeah, it's just it's gatherings of, of people yeah. where there's gonna be people that smell and are weird yeah. and like they're gonna talk loud and be annoying and there's there's just people. It's just like me going to the Hollywood bowl. I hate that place. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. Or just driving just... by the Hollywood bowl. <laughs> Feels that's I mean you can't do it. You can't, you can't. do it. Take it from no. me. I was 45 minutes late to a date because of Hollywood Bowl traffic. And if Classic. you don't understand that, you are you don't live in L.A. Because no. if you live in L.A., you know what I'm talking about. It's mm-hmm. not my fault. It sounds like it's my fault, but it's not my fault. It's not okay? your fault. No, you you're trying to go to prepared. the valley on yes. a Hollywood Bowl night? It's yes. not going to happen, babe. It's Good not going to happen. But yep. I do... So I've been to Vegas famously several years in a row to... <laughs> work at a convention and um it's a very different type of thing but it's literally in the same i saw sam fair from summer house walking 
between like the long walk from the Mandalay Bay to Luxor and I was just like Mm -hmm. I know that walk like the back of my hand but that's the other thing Vegas is exhausting you're walking (laughs) 20,000 steps a day because like that's how you kind of have to yeah Mm -hmm. yeah exactly well that's like that article you sent us from the cut where the reporter was like she literally rebooked her flight for a day early she's like (laughs) no I think I got it and that would be me and I would say yeah yeah, that's sort of like famously Vegas right you're like oh I needed less time than I thought here well, I'm trying to talk everyone I know into like taking a fun trip to Vegas because I've never done that. I've never taken like a woo party, like trip to Las Vegas. And but why I, Vegas? Why I do you want to go into like the little like foot toe crevice of America? That's how I feel about me. It's just like a little fungus. <laughs> Not a <the> foot toe. <laughs> I think. Like, I don't know. My mom really wants to go, Julia, so I'll, okay. set, I'll set you up with Donna. <laughs> Please do! I just, like... Oh, my God, I'm yelling. But I I think it's because every time I'm there, I'm, like, by myself, and yeah. I'm watching yeah. other people go out, and I'm trying, and you know, I'm yeah. trying my best, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to hit the club oh, by no. myself. Yeah. No, I'm, like, please don't. Yeah, and yeah. and I can't. I know people no. do, but I can't. Um, I will do Vegas for forty eight hours. Glass. That's all I'm asking. And then I'm out. I'm good. I'm all set. Like I don't need a minute I, more. Yeah, I truly think if you just it's something where I'm like if we all leaned in to what yeah. it is. Just and make we... us all go for your birthday. We have no choice. Just say it's oh. my birthday. <laughs> I would have to go. Yeah. That's honestly That's like pretty the good only way. The only way I'm going to Vegas is out of obligation and not yeah. by choice. <laughs> I will say that. I have been, I've done the Woohoo weekend back when I was doing drugs, okay? And that. Wait, and when that, did you go for the Woohoo weekend? I went with a group of, of men from college that we know that the, Tom lived out there and outside of Vegas. Oh. And, and yeah, so anyway. We went with a group of friends, um, and it was very fun and weird. And I said, got it, check. Never Did need to well. do that again. Yeah. But oh, I'll do Julie, it for you. Be different. Yes. We'll do a yeah. girly, get yeah. a beautiful ass suite somewhere. We'll do it. Do a night exactly. where everyone has to dress like a rom-com character. Exactly. This was the yeah. Yeah. It's we'll literally it. just like, yeah, you're it to me it, because it feels so fake. I like it's almost like being in a play. <laughs> like yeah. I enjoy it cuz I'm just like, what the heck? Yeah. It's crazy. It's kooky. It's fun. It's yeah. I like kooky. I like any city that is a character in and of itself and Vegas is certainly that. So Exactly. I like anything that's kitschy and you get it off the bat. Like I like it. Yeah. I can get into a theme. I don't know. Vegas, though, in the way that it's a character, it feels like a costume. It feels like it's just, yeah. it's totally it fabricated. Is. Exactly. It's, yeah. It shouldn't be interesting. there. No. It's it's it like really King shouldn't. Arthur's castle in the middle of the desert. Like, none of that stuff should be there. No, it's kooky. It's well, really even absurd. what you described, you're like, Sam was walking between the Luxador and <laughs> Calabasas. I was like... <laughs> What these these names sound like they could it's, be from a fantasy novel. Mandalay Bay, Bay and, and the Luxor. Now that's the ocean themed place <laughs> and the pyramid. 
Okay. <laughs> so Again, like it's across from yeah. Circus Circus oh, <laughs> and I Heart New York. This oh my god. It sounds hey, like Delaney, a dream have you ever language. been to Paris? Um <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the Sims, like you're talking in like a different you know what I mean? Sim, but anyway, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's similar. true. Yeah. Um, but I get it. anyway, yeah, so BravoCon looked crazy. It looked crazy. We had some really funny I will say I have never liked Bryn more than watching all the content surrounding Bryn this weekend. She was notably one of the most liked, um, fan-favorited, enjoyable interactions. Anytime I saw her doing videos for people and stuff, I felt she was really endearing in a way She's that I don't... She's charming as hell. I She's know, so I just thought, you know, we, yeah. we all know my issue with her has been that it felt like a performance. This felt like it made me realize, okay, this is the moment I needed to be like, okay... Yeah. Maybe it's not entirely. And the Louboutin moment is one wow. of the more iconic things we've ever, ever seen. seen. I didn't even know that yeah. could happen. I'm now on a new, new fear unlock yeah, on an it's escalator. Very scary. Yeah. Well, she said she felt that. So what happened was she's standing in these Louboutin high heels going down an escalator to this panel. And then she gets to the bottom and she has to like hop out of the shoes because the shoes, the heel has stuck in the grate of the escalator. She said she felt it get stuck and she thought she'd be able to like hop out and like pull them out, but she didn't get them in time. So the escalator kind of like ate up the heel so then it just looks like the wicked witch of the west like the house that fell on the wicked witch of the west and the shoes are facing camera oh Mm -hmm. the east thank you so much the wicked witch of the east um and yeah it's like it's so iconic it's just these louboutins that are been eaten by an escalator unreal Mm -hmm. it's scary looking it was scary to watch but she was so smart what a smart idea i'll just step out of them and then i'll yep then what? Then I would not think, oh, it will eat them if I'm not in them. Like that just wouldn't occur to me. So, but I did love that aesthetic they were doing with that, like escalators, how they were utilizing that space for all those interview days and stuff. Yeah, um, really interesting. That was really fun and cute use of space. Well, I feel like overall, it's just interesting what a massive cultural moment this was. And maybe it's the red mm. car theory. Maybe I'm only noticing because I'm paying closer attention now. Right. But I do think it's due to the fact that we are emerging from this like pandemic time that radically affected live events. And mm. also just, I don't know, I think media at large is trending towards this everything has to be an all-encompassing experience. Like, when have we ever paid so much? To, like, we're paying so much attention to all these people's looks. Like, they're now getting cream of the crop like glam and stylist because they know they're so visible at these no, events. No, it's, like, it's at a height. It's, a, it it's is. at a it's, height, right? I honestly think height. it's, I think it might be Scandival. Mm, Scandival yeah. for sure. Yeah. And that I has think, opened a gateway to for everyone. To definitely. Yeah. I also think that, like you said, in the pandemic, and I think there's been a lot of conversations around how like guilty pleasures should be enjoyed more openly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that people have like really flocked to Bravo and have been more proud to be like, yeah, actually I love yes. the housewives because for the yeah. last decade, it's been like a secret that like women have kept yeah. where they're like, I watch it on the side and I don't really like to talk about it because people judge me when I bring it up. You know, yeah. people think I'm stupid when I say that I like to watch Bravo. And now you yeah. get all these people who are like, I'm actually really fucking smart. And this is what I love to watch to like turn my brain off at the end of a long day. And yeah. more Absolutely. power to us. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. I mean, it yeah. is exciting. It is. I also, 
I do think there's something to, and this isn't really a fully formed thought, but there's something to every medium now. They're like, we have to make it as immersive and all-encompassing as possible. So we have to provide this fan experience live event. Like, we have to fully immerse it's just people capitalism. into this. Yeah. It's just like, how just much money it's... can we wring out of these people? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's an interesting, like... It, like, the world building, you mean, too? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. now we get the whole network and all these characters intermingling. It's like the yeah. Marvel movie. It, you know. it is. It, it is. is a, it is a multiverse, yeah. It is. And I also think the Vegas of it all felt really big and different for them. Mm-hmm. It felt like a step up. Like, look at us now. Um, and I was excited by how much the fans were highlighted in the videos this year. I know that in previous years it has truly been a hot mess. I think the content was so on point this year. I think we knew we were going to get everything we needed to hear just on TikTok. But I want to talk about a couple of the fans, um, particularly Ruth, Ruth. Queen Ruth, Ruth, who is like, what, an 84-year-old fan yeah. that had a question for the Roni panel, um, asking how everyone ages so gracefully. Gracefully, and I was sweet question, but I think we all know the answer. And I, in between Ozempic, uh, Botox, facelifts, I mean, pick your poison. Um, but either way, it was like such a sweet thing to hear. It was, it was, and then Andy Cohen like found her later to surprise her. It was cool to see what? that. What there was a follow up? I didn't. See yeah, that. yeah. Andy made sure to go meet her, which cause I had a I had a realization not long ago prior to this though but ruth kind of drove it home that was like oh our grandmothers watched soap operas those were their stories yeah our generation our stories are bravo our stories are how yeah. we're not real one, life like, soap operas yes yeah but they're they're so they're filling that same void so i always think like i have to go home and watch my stories like that's yeah and yeah, i and exactly. so ruth sort of kind of was a fun She's of the other generation, but she seems to love this world as much as we do. And she mentions how how Bravo got her through the loss of her husband. And we oh. are always talking about how Bravo, for us, is a salve, is a way to move through heartaches and, and grief and all of these things. And it was so nice to have that noted, um, you know, blatantly by a fan that got so much attention. Like, what a special yes. moment. So sweet. I love that the Roni legacy gals were like, you should come on our next trip. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. if, so if someone doesn't invite Ruth, please uh, yeah. let but I'm her also like, be a little cameo. Yeah, but be careful like with her. Alone. Yeah, yeah. Well, be gentle. Well, <laughs> sure. And I mean, like, come in for a little luncheon, you know. Yes, and absolutely. Chaperoned away, yeah. Come for a lunch, so sweet. So she was fun. And then what I really also, I'm sure, I know y'all, I don't, Delaney, I don't think you're caught up on New Jersey and Julia, mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch at all, but mm-hmm. so the Jersey panels were crazy. They had the most outlandish questions. They were, it was noted a couple of times. One woman asked... Um, asked Louis to explain his job in 10 words or less and he started and he beat the 10 words and she said eh, fail try again you're done like literally the sass and then she asked Jen Aiden if she could climb any further up Teresa's ass um, and they so, almost like they like stepped to her they well were and Jen like, Aiden so said okay angry. big boy she like fat shamed the girl and misgendered her by like the whole oh thing was my. it was a yeah, lot and I think what I realized it's a weird thing with Jersey specifically and this is like a fan conversation it's like the only housewives um franchise at this point that people just fucking hate watch yeah like, exactly bona fide hate, hate watch you don't like anyone and there's like venom like that crowd was ape shit you could hear it they 
hate them. It's the most viscerally unlikable franchise. And it's such a weird thing to, like, see and hear and be like, how long are we going to tolerate this? Yeah. That's really odd and uncomfy. Very uncomfy. But it's also, like, in them, like, chanting, like, fire Teresa at one of the panels. Yeah. It was a lot. And, I mean, I do think that it does kind of point to a call to, like, hey, maybe we do a little, uh... Roni treatment. Well, Maybe we just refresh. Got booed last, Ugh, like well. Ravalcon or whatever, and the result. I mean, not that we agree. We no. all know unfair. Free Rina. Uh, yeah, I want to Rinna, personally but. scold every single person who booed Rina. What fools! <laughs> Rude fools! <laughs> and now we all pay. I agree. I it agree. is. I thought about this, too, because this is where the Disney metaphor kind of breaks down. Because Mm. people who go to Disneyland, Disney World, they love their fans. But people, this is where it becomes more like sports watchers. Mm -hmm. Because you may love your team, these people love Bravo, but they may hate certain players. They may love Mm -hmm. certain players. And so that's where it becomes a little bit more, there's this element of contention, which is inherently odd to be found in like a fan space like that like there's there's anger that lives in there it's interesting yeah yep it's uh it is a that is a weird thing to see even like the sandoval um interactions and stuff were super interesting and weird Um, but like maybe not angry enough i would i agree i think he should have gotten the same venom as Teresa. the fact that there was still a line at his booth i was like for what y'all yeah, this For is what, what we said was going to happen. We've been calling it this whole time. Raquel, Rachel, she can barely live in a city. She can barely live without being publicly ridiculed. And Tom Sandoval's appearing on like four different shows. He's going to make bank off of this. And you know what? That's sexism at work, people. That really sure is the patriarchy. Is. Sure Knocking is, yeah. on Bravo's door. It's yeah. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Pay up. Oh man, it's uh, but but still, I loved the clips. I loved all the moments that we got with our even the younger cast, the summer house, the mm-hmm. winter house. I loved seeing below deck just like flitter in and out. And we would yep. be remiss if we did not mention the hot commodity that is Captain Jason. We'd the be fact remiss. that he had a big women girl. were drooling after him across franchises. I yeah. don't think he didn't come up like he must have come up at every single panel. I know. Yeah. It was really it was I almost feel like if I had to pick a winner of BravoCon, it might it's be Captain Jason. Captain he might have taken the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. He has an understated um, vibe and just a kind of a rugged, handsome nature that these uh, people are really responding to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, we we've talked well, we've talked offline about it because I realized I was not cut up when we were online, a.k.a. on this podcast. But his behavior and reaction to the circumstances that occurred on the um, boat, the yacht, with mm-hmm. this last season were really commendable. And I think mm-hmm. that made him even hotter than before with how quickly he acted when inappropriate behavior occurred on the boat. It was just sort of like... It was a moment when the patriarchy won because I went, oh, my God, yeah, save us, Dad. Like, it was just this feeling of, like, fix it, Dad. Like, he just, yeah. like, 
handled business. Yeah, I don't even think that's the patriarchy winning. I think that's feminism mm-hmm. winning. It's like men finally standing up for women and doing mm-hmm. their right. very small yeah. part of just, I don't know, holding the line of decency and human respect. Yes, right. You're forgetting. I'm forgetting you can like a guy when he does the right thing. Absolutely. <laughs> and if yeah. we don't, we're out of luck. <laughs> yeah. I know, and I I do just want to say, because I know we have friends who listen to this podcast and yet do not really watch Bravo. My fellow 30-ish year olds, you need to get on that summer house train and you need to get on that below deck train. I understand if you can't dive into a Real Housewives franchise. There's Mm -hmm. a lot going on there. You can enter below deck at any point. You can enter summer house. It's more, it's like you'll relate. I don't know. Just get, how many times do I have to tell you? Get in there. Okay? Yeah. You're going to love it. You're going to have gonna a great love time. It. It's good for you. It really is. It's good for the brain, especially oh, below deck. There's nothing sweeter. Because there's nothing mm-hmm. that, like, it never, like, I don't know. It, it's not so effective that it's going to, like, like I don't know, sometimes Summer House, it, like, you can, like, take it with you. You're like, wow, I can't stop thinking about these crazy kooky right. kids. But below deck, you're like, well, felt like a little vacation for my brain. And, and now I'm back rock in reality. Me mama. Yes, rock me. <laughs> rock me mama like a ship on the ship sea. wheel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we've said it once. We'll keep saying it until every person I know personally texts me that they've started watching. Okay. Yeah. And I would okay. say maybe if you're new, maybe below deck down under. Yeah, I think maybe. so. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. I also We're sailing will say. Out. I sailing yacht. I would say, as someone who's the the newest, by I just have binged all of this as yeah. much as I. I mean, I've consumed a lot of seasons in the last couple of months. <laughs> I think sailing yacht is superior. Yeah, from what I've it's really good. It it's is really, really good. tight. It's really fun. There's something really fun about the chaos of it because of the literal difficulty of functioning, <laughs> and that cast is yeah. really special. And yeah. you yeah. get the most con- continuity in cast, which I like, and yeah. I really highly recommend sailing out if you're going to dive into a new one. It's also enough. It's like four seasons, so you can have enough to like dig into, but it's not overwhelming. Whereas like mm-hmm. med and below deck proper a little overwhelming because of the abundance and then so yeah sailing out then i think down under then have at the others yeah i think i agree is a good it, is a good yeah it's very funny you don't have to have i've personally i don't think i've ever been sailing i don't think i've ever been on like a sail boat like a proper no. sailboat and i don't know that i ever will quite honestly after seeing this not after watching that i mean it's funny because these people professionally work on a sailing yacht and everyone has signed up to be on a sailing yacht but every time they're like we're gonna sail it's like the entire boat implodes every yes. time and i'm like how could they not have prepared better it's a sailing yacht like you know the it's gonna chef. sail the poor chef is literally like, oh, just can you give me more time? Man. Please, just like, I have stove. Like, the stove's Flying on. I got around. hot liquids. Unreasonable. Like, the boat literally will tip. It's so crazy. They'll be I, underwater on one side of the boat. Yes, like, exactly. crazy. <laughs> crazy. So good. I it's love so when they're good. like, and that's engine's off. We're sailing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I there's say, a boiling pot of water down there. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> they. It's it's crazy. I will say that I I haven't been on like a full blown sail yet. Well, actually, that's not true. But I did go on a sailing raft. 
When I went, when I was 18, my my two best friends from high school and our moms, we all went on like a graduation vacation because we had never been out of the country. So we went to Jamaica and we were staying on this resort and we, my mom was like, I love to sail. I was a, I was a little sailor. When I was growing up, she was, she'd apparently been on a lot of sailing boats. I never knew this about my mother. Um, and so she took us, the three girls, out on this, like, literal raft with just a small sail. And so we're, oh, no. we're loving it. We're enjoying. We're going out. And then all of a sudden, like, we're, you know, they're kind of, like, waving at us from shore. Like, they're, like, blowing whistles. And they're, like come back like you've gone too far like turn the boat back around you've gone past the buoys and my mom's like yep absolutely and she is like she and you guys know my mom but she is very sweet and calm and she will she basically was just like everything's fine we're absolutely doing great no problems here and inside she's like absolutely panicking because she cannot figure out how to turn the boat around the wind wasn't catching the sail in the right way so we're going straight out into the open sea we are going straight me and my friends we are like hyperventilating we are crying we're being like what's wrong mom save us and she's like absolutely don't worry girls i got this and she was like no i was shitting my pants but i couldn't let you guys see that so anyway they had to literally come out on like a little like a little jet ski and come get us and and drag us back to shore but sure but we were like we were like a mile and a half out shore isn't oh, that crazy? No. Yeah, no. I like open water. And y- sharks are like my biggest fear. Yeah. So I'm crying. I've never kissed the ground before. And I did. And I absolutely <laughs> I did. I think the ocean is terrifying. I don't like I'm. It's a no for me. Yeah. I don't want to be. I'm a fr- I don't think I'll ever go on a cruise. It's just not exciting to me. Oh. I don't Mm-mm. like the ocean. It's a scary place. And I think and that it deserves my respect. And because of that, yeah. I won't enter it. I think Respect that every time, fear. like, with the below deck people who just are jumping off the side, they're doing the slide out into the open sea. I'm like, and do we know that that's... Most <laughs> of the time... What's in the water? Yeah, what's in the water, you know? That's, um, like, my dream, though, is to be on a yacht in clear, swimmable, warm yeah. water. Like, there's nothing like that. I do... I have been told that, like, sharks are literally everywhere, So there's that. But this does kind of bring up one of my favorite questions to ask people. Um, Would you rather be... (laughs) Delaney knows. I already know it. Would you rather be shot into space and die or ejected into the deep ocean and die? Could I just die? Could I just die before? Well, either way. Space will be pretty quick. Space will be quick. I think, wait, so space, I think space, as I think space, because I hate both, respect both, completely both, <laughs> both completely terrifying, confusing, and unknown, and uncharted. Um, I, oh, I hate this question. I know. To me, I'm like, launch me into space, it's a deep, black sea of sleep. At least the ocean, I'm like, so, I feel too much around me. There's too much. I agree. Like, I, agree. I, I already, I agree. like, you're at least imagination. In a, a, a thing going into space. You're not. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I haven't yeah. fully worked out the logistics. I think you kind of have to be in a thing. Honestly, in both. It, it'd be a submarine. Yeah. It's submarine or. 
It's rocket to be ship. honest, they're very similar. Because no. they are. I, I, they're both like you both have to be in a pod, and it's both essentially total dark abyss. If it, it we're going deep ocean, I kind of say ocean because I would rather like go from whence I came, you know, like Mother oh, Ocean. But wow. a, instead of I want to see space, the great beyond. Take me up yeah, there. Like, let me let me get hit by an alien. Let me get I, taken away <laughs> by an asteroid. I, guess. I fear sea creatures more than I fear aliens. I think, and that's what it comes down to for me. Well, that's yeah. for sure true. I guess, yeah, there's a lot of logistics kind of that come into play with this question because overall, I don't ever want to go into like the deep, deep sea, but I love being in the ocean. I love oh, swimming God. in the ocean. Yeah, I know. Same. No, I, I love the ocean and I hate it. And so I could <laughs> never, like me, oh God, a shipwreck, drowning is like the worst way to go. If if you had to, like, I can't, no, yeah. all of it's bad. All of Both. it's bad. Not being able to see down. Okay, I went swimming in Hawaii. Okay, the my stories today, it makes me sound like I'm a world traveler. And I'm not. Yeah. When the I two went times sailing I've on been, a raft. When I was in a raft in Jamaica. No, when I was in Hawaii, also with my mother, we went scuba diving and snorkeling. I mean, just snorkeling. And there was a moment where we're in this little cove and we're seeing all these beautiful fish. And then you, like, turn back around and you, like, look at just open water and it's just like a wall of blue and at any moment you know something could just like come at you and that was like i actually couldn't look at it i had to be like hey we're not looking over there and i'm gonna swim back to the boat really fast because that's oh open water open space you're like what the hell what the hell's even out here who knows and by the time i recognize what it is i i'm already a goner at least in the sea i'm like i know I know what that shark's no, going to look like. I think you're a goner in both circumstances. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. No, I don't think you have time no. to see, like, the lantern fish, you know? That thing that's That's like, what you think that's going to get got? Well, you got? can you even get down, down to that depth? Can you even get that far without imploding? No, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. So you ain't gonna see him. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You're not gonna run into a shark. Sharks don't go down there. Is that where we're being launched into the deep? Yeah. Oh, into like the bottom of the sea. Kind of. <laughs> and this question gets more ridiculous every time you ask it. Yeah, um, but it's like in order to make it comparable to deep space, it has to be like pretty deep. Right. Yeah. There's like so different deep ways sea you can go. is like there is no light. Light yeah. does, it's pitch black darkness. You wouldn't yeah. even see anything. You would. No, I know. <laughs> this whole thing makes me. Yeah, mad. exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, just... Again, and that's why, again, I will always choose space. Like, well, I, I will know. always choose space. But even still, because when I think yeah. about, like, Delaney, that thought of, like, looking into the dark waters, I mean, like, oh, it's yeah. endless. Space yeah. is literally that. Yeah. But yeah. it's also, like, I think. I, what I know is my answer cannot be the ocean, so it will just sure. have to be space. So it, has, but it cannot be that. the ocean. That's, as that's good all as I know. Knowing, you know. <laughs> I mean, but I will say they say, yeah, if you see if a shark approaches you, you're supposed to you're supposed to palm the nose. Okay, so, no, you're supposed to palm the nose. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm no, gonna no, do I've that. No, I've heard that that's too. How I'm gonna react. Yeah, it I works mean, every time. That's like uh, how people play dead when bears show up, get eaten. Oh, no, sometimes I don't know. I just sometimes that works, but sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't. No. I think it's different bears. Whatever. Anyways, 
<laughs> yeah. I will say, Absolutely. I think the, the biggest difference, though, of space versus sea is that sea has predators. And space... That's what I agree. I agree. Space we don't know. Yes. I, yes. Alleged, I think they're friends. I think they're friends. Well, and close. I wouldn't go that far. But, like, are they going to be even there? Like, there's just... I don't the think only, they're going to be there. I don't think I don't they're, they're going to be there. Because we'd have to land on a planet, There's I just going to be flying yeah. rocks. There's just going to be yeah. fast flying rocks at you. And that's what's going to get you. That's that is, Yeah, me. that is the predator. I think it yeah. both, Well, and I think it makes predator. sense that our Pisces would say ocean and our Aquarius would say space. And and I would choose flaming and rock. You, rock. Yeah, you're saying bring me a comet. Shoot me straight in the fucking flaming rock. Yeah, oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't well, have a desire to explore either. I just think it's a kind of an interesting question. Can we can it we is, tell totally the listeners our story of our Halloween spooky ooky? Oh yeah, about space. Because also, do we want to go oh. on record saying that we witnessed this? <laughs> I think, I do we want to go on record? I think we should go on record. We have to go on record. But then, yeah, what if we get contacted by the United States government? And that <laughs> is a possibility because we did, we were we witnesses. We do have evidence. We witnessed yeah. it. We witnessed yeah, it. we had evidence. recorded evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell them who. Make them work for it. But. We'll blame it on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. <laughs> Not the name names. Anyways, who wants to tell this? (laughs) Okay. We were driving in Encino, California, circa 2 a.m. on October 28th. We were driving from a private residence to a Taco Bell (laughs) drive-thru to get two Crunchwrap Supremes, two potato tacos, and whatever Delaney got, as well as two Baja Blasts. As well as the fries. So, as we're driving on a desolate, deserted residential road, we look up into the sky and what do we see but a UFO in the form of a fiery ball with a long orange tail. As it progressed through the night sky... The orange color dissipated to be more of a white, and the tail dissipated until disappearing from view. I've never seen anything like it It in my life. It was so slow. It felt crazy. Yes, it was slow. It was large. It was deliberate. If you didn't have video, I would question our reality on it. Yes. Because it was so slow. Well, I felt crazy. I was driving, and I had to be like, hey. Hey guys, do you see that? Or am I fucking nuts? Because that looks crazy. Yeah, it was. It was, it was like an orange, and then it faded into white. It was very yes. strange, and then it went away. At and first, you, you I could thought still it was a firework. Yeah. Well, oh. it wasn't, yeah. but that was no, just yeah. my first so thought. Slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's. Not a shooting star, so don't even suggest it's not. it. Yeah, it's absolutely we, not. I've seen, I've seen shooting, shooting stars. Star. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't and you blame me for a fool. Absolutely. Not. If anything, <laughs> you blink and you miss him. But it's no. closer yeah. to a comet than it is a shooting star. Yeah, yeah. If but, but if there it's was a natural, no comets, yeah. we we looked up. We looked up the sky report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looked up the yeah, sky report. The sky report. Yeah. They said no comets. So, and we tried to look up rocket launches, but I couldn't. 
No. I, I there was one that was one. scheduled but canceled. Yeah. Out of yeah. Florida. That was out, out of Florida. Florida. Right. It wasn't even in California. And so, this was again 2 a.m. Yes. On two Halloween. Well, not on Halloween. Halloween like, weekend. Halloween yeah. weekend. The big party night of Halloween. Where they knew everyone was going to be drunk and out of the. Like, yeah. If anyone saw anything, they'd say, You're crazy. But and not us. Not us. Because the Delaney McHugo was sober sister driving. I and was. We were all getting a late night bite at Taco Bell, and I know what we saw. And in fact, we have a video. So if anyone. Maybe, I mean, maybe we dropped the video on social. And if you never hear from us again, you know why. You'll know why. Yeah, yeah. we're going on the record. It means Absolutely. that Elon Musk or someone has gotten They're to hiding us. something. Yes. <laughs> what they don't want you to know is we can it join was... the, the Southern Charm Tinfoil Hat Society now. Yes. It was weird that we were the only people on the road when we saw it. Like, there yes. was truly no one else around. Nobody. I know. I mean, we were in Encino, to be fair. <laughs> right. Nobody else was there. Yeah, exactly. Suburban. It was desolate. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was, Julia, that was one of my favorite stories you've ever told. Um, <laughs> the detail with which you remember our Taco Bell order was <laughs> incredible. It was a really, it was a yeah. really great night. But that, I honestly had forgot it happened. It wasn't until I saw yes. Julia That's again. That's what they want. And was like, That's what they want. Yeah. yeah. Julia mentioned it was like the video. And I was like, send me that video right now. I forgot mm-hmm. it had happened. Mm-hmm. Wow. I made everyone at my work watch it. And <laughs> they tried to men in black us. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. And I don't, I feel like I have to ask someone who works for NASA for space yeah or the how, how fbi do find... yeah, yeah do we know anyone who works for the fbi <laughs> any listeners? hello anyone j edgar FBI hoover <laughs> maybe the fbi agent watching our webcams right now they could yeah. maybe chime in hi let us know <laughs> we won't tell yeah if you're cute you yeah. could reveal yourself hey i bet you won't I bet you won't actually. I dare you. I dare you to contact us about confidential information about ultra-terrestrial life. Dare you to Extra-terrestrial. Ultra-terrestrial. And that's the rebrand. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So DM us at Podcast. Any UFO tips, tricks, FBI insider knowledge. One of the shows that I've wanted to talk to y'all about um, is Love Island Games, which has been super exciting. Oh my god! It's been, I mean, just breathing life into my body every night, six nights a week. But I also mostly, firstly, wanted to talk to Julia because Julia has just entered the Love Island universe by Delaney's recommendation. And particularly, we have both championed Season 5 UK season as the five. one and only season way five. to begin your journey into Love Island if you think you might. My recommended is usually 5, 4, 6, 7. Yeah. Like yeah, 4, just, 5, 6 is like an amazing If you may trio. never, if you, oh, excuse me. 5, 3, 4, 6, 7. Nope. Yes, 5, 3, 4. Um, because I think 3 is still good. Mm, sure. But. Yeah. 
But anyway, so I think no matter what, five is like if you think you may not do more, do five because it's it's the crown jewel. It is. And it's then the creme de la I creme. love three is actually my second favorite season. And then it's really good. Yeah. And then four, and then you can go six, seven, eight, um, and on and on from there. So Julia, please tell us your initial reactions, thoughts, feelings about Love Island season five UK. Yes. Well, I must also say famously, I have watched season one. Yes. Which you'll notice world. Which you'll notice we didn't, didn't make the list. recommending. Yes. No. But Although it's, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating it is. But it's only the first foray into the format. Because only, you get I think these after like understanding it, yeah. But I, I don't know. I watched it in order like you. I it, But I, it depends on like what you, your taste as a viewer, what you're looking mm-hmm. for. Because to me, I'm like, what a fascinating social experiment. They are chain smoking cigarettes at every turn. <laughs> so they're getting shit faced. The conversations that you're seeing, they're having literally, people are sex having sex yeah. next to each other. There's two couples yeah. fucking in a twin bed next to each other. Yeah. It is so wild. It's crazy television. Very, very good, but very different than like a polished season five Love Island. Which it's like the raunchy cousin down the road. That's how yeah. it feels like, you know. Which I feel better, honestly, watching season five because yeah, there's a kind of a nasty undercurrent to like season one. <laughs> Absolutely. Not, not to shame anyone. It's just it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, well, now I'm worried. Now I have to be anxious because like, why is this on? TV for these poor people. Anywho, um, season five, I'm really enjoying. It is always funny to be watching a dating show years after the fact, because Mm -hmm. I almost feel like I've gotten spoiled on a few things just from people living their lives. Right. Um, But I'm enjoying it so much. I, uh, so far, I just really love Curtis, to be honest. So this is the season of Molly May. Tommy mm-hmm. Fury, mm-hmm. Curtis Maura. Pritchard, Mara Higgins, the icon, Mara the legend. Just in the house. For me. <gasps> oh boy. Oh my god, I yeah. can't even say anything. No. I can't even yeah. say anything. But it's so, it's so It's a great good. season. It's an I'm nervous. Season. Yeah, we're flip-flopping no, all around. <laughs> so many flip-flops. The bombshells mm-hmm. are bombshelling. It really is are... such a good one. It's funny how they all like kind of are the same level of attractiveness always uh, everyone on the show in my opinion like give or take your personal preferences but mm. the way that they hype the people up it's like when oh, a yeah. new person oh, comes in God. you're just like oh! like it feels like they're the best looking person you've like as a viewer yeah i'm just like well good luck everybody else and then once they've been in there for a while you're like everyone kind of looks the same well that's like i've heard someone i don't know what season but one of the women on the show articulated it where it's like well we've been like uh, we've been snoring and sleeping next to these guys for the last five days waking up with eye crusties and then these women come in who are like Fresh waxed, polished with like mm-hmm. body oil on them. They got their hair and makeup done for five hours before they came and did a little model strut into the villa. So yeah, they're gonna look like this like fresh piece of cake that these guys are all gonna wanna take a bite of. And that's yeah. not you know, it's like 
don't know, it's 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 crazy optics and it really does the drama of like <gasps> someone's walking in and they're like yes. oh it's so good and the slow-mo cinematography of love island yes. is oh. lens lens flares tier. abound Oh, yeah. it's so good. They know their angles. It's beautiful. Really mm-hmm. beautiful. It's a stunning show. Yeah. They really... And what I've always loved most in Chant... Well, one, you have the narration by Ian Sterling, which oh is... Oh, my God. Incredible. Um, but also, one of the other things that I really love about it is something I forgot. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what was it? It's... Ian and oh it's the fly on the wall nature of the filming of it it really feels like there is no one present with them yes. down yeah. to the fact where like you almost never only ever in their intro packages will you ever hear a producer ask them a question right and otherwise, it's very rare there is it's very rare mm-hmm. and it, otherwise it is so it is the most fly on the wall version of reality tv you've ever seen and i so like that thir- that fourth wall breaking but there's something about the really intentional nature of this that feels like you are watching something you maybe shouldn't always be watching or seeing. Yeah. That is, you can't even ever feel a handheld camera. It is always stationary, always sturdy. Yeah. Like, it's really, really different. It's all, it's like a hundred electronic, like it's Mm -hmm. man, man, it's manned by a human, but it's a, but it's a remote. It's a remote control camera, like at all times. It's yes. so crazy. And it's there really is cool. heavy producing. And they say there's like a mm-hmm. voice of God that comes over the loudspeakers and they're like, Maura, please come to the interview, like the beach hut mm-hmm. for your interview. But other than that, it's like they are left to their own devices. And they're also, you know, doing it live. So they can't give someone a villain edit. They can't manipulate the story in the same way because they're editing next day. You don't know who's going to become the villain yet. Like other people film yeah. The Bachelor and you know, you watch it and then you start to imply it. Whereas this is like you, that's why even when people are watching, I'm like, oh, you're on episode 20. Don't make any decisions about anybody. You got half the season to go. Right. Like mm-hmm. you don't know what you will, like the amount you go up and down with people's characters is crazy. And it can only happen with that free flowing day to day. We don't know what comes next. Yeah, energy. exactly. There have been some complaints about the editing of Love Island. That, like, cause there's so much fucking footage. They're filming them 24 mm. hours a day. And yep. yet, yes, yeah. of course there's still an hour episode every night, but still six hours. Right. right when you have math, like, right. yeah, exactly. Right. Over a hundred hours a week. You're going to be missing plot points. You're missing conflict points. Like, this last season, the winter Love Island, was one of, like, the worst series maybe ever, like, of the Mm -hmm. franchise. And um, there's a lot of complaints that so much of the conflict was actually edited out. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why. But anyway, so there is some, like, they do have to make some tough calls, like you said, Tina, because they don't have the rest of the season to go off of. They don't have the whole series. To know what's most important. Yeah, in the can, like Mm -hmm. most shows do, where you can then, okay, we have the whole thing filmed. What's the story? No, they have to cut as they go. So then they have to follow a thread that maybe turned into nothing, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so a bit differently right now with Love Island Games, which is airing nightly, but it, I don't believe it's live. There's no audience voting. I believe they pre-recorded it. So this is going to be slightly different. Oh, interesting. So that's been different. However, I feel like otherwise, you know, it's changing and tweaking the format, but only a little bit. So we're basically getting like 
an all-stars version of Love Island with more competitive gameplay than you'd normally get. I love it because the worst, I hate the challenges in Love Island. Like, I'm like, these are silly, stupid things. They literally no don't stakes, matter. Yeah. And they're usually gross and, like, shocking or something and embarrassing. And I'm just like, this Which is these so are weird. Too. They're all on. No, 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 of course. To them. No, no, no. But no, they no. matter. I'm saying, yeah, like, there's nothing. I'm just like, okay, so it's just embarrassing them for embarrassment's sake. But... This way, there's actual stakes. There's actual, mm-hmm. like, there's a reason. They get to earn power or, like, save themselves from elimination. So yep. I'm into it. I'm very into and, it. And Julia's favorite Curtis is on this season. And it is one of the most delightful things to see is having Curtis back on my screen, having Toby back on my screen. Um, I mean, Liberty, having Liberty back on my screen is... What a gem. One of the greatest joys of my life, quite honestly. <laughs> um, so I've just been so thrilled every day. And I, there's something really lovely about a show that comes out nightly. So while it's pre-recorded, they're still airing them six days a week. So it's I love knowing I can come back every day to what it what you know a new episode. Like it's like in my nightcap. It's like okay, Love Island Games time. <laughs> I love it. It Thank is you. incredible. Just the sheer volume. <laughs> the, the output of these shows this also just caused me to google how many seasons of the only way is essex there are which oh mm-hmm. wow towie towie fans yeah. rise <laughs> yeah truly like i was on the towie train very early i think and i haven't i mean i fell off years ago like years and years and years ago so i was just like there's so many seasons of Love Island. They put out the, these insanely long seasons it made me think how many seasons are there of towie can you guys guess are they on like twelve by now? Higher, really? Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Higher. <gasps> Shut up! They're in the twenties. Are they twenty-two? Thirty. No. <gasps> Mind you, 30? this show started in twenty ten. I don't know. How, I don't know how this is possible, but there are thirty seasons of Tally. Wow. Good for, for them. It's seriously Whoa. for anyone who doesn't know, this is like an unhinged, like majorly scripted reality show about people that live in Essex, which is really it's kind of the Jersey Shore of the of England. Yeah, in it's a way. so good though. It was so entertaining. Oh my oh, god, I loved it. I well, loved if anyone knows like Gemma from, I mean, she's like now yes. like a British personality because Gemma Collins, of Towie. Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she, her start was Towie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very the funny. whole, it's very interesting. Anyways, just had to add, throw that in there. The Brits are like cranking it out. They are. Wow. Good for them. That's like really impressive. It is actually mathematically almost impossible to understand. <laughs> it really is. The math is. ain't mathin'. Yeah. No. Mm. I just think British people do TV better. I don't know. I think that British TV is superior, but that's my own bias. I think that they take more risks and they are a little mm-hmm. bit more, they, they do don't do have to risks. like, yeah. they don't have to handhold their audience. They like trust They're their audience. Sensitive. Yeah. yeah. They assume a smarter audience. Exactly. Well, whereas yes. the US tends to assume a stupid audience. Exactly. And I also just love British humor. It's like, there's so many good unscripted shows in mm-hmm. England that I'm like like Taskmaster anyone Taskmaster you've seen it I've never watched it. I've heard very amazing fun. things very fun but 
Yeah, the Brits do it better. Hey, anyone watching Great Bake Off? Bake Off I fans? Had, I haven't started this season. I usually no. watch every season, but I have not started this one yet. How is it? It's good. You know, to be honest, I that's one of those shows that, like, actually, in a way that, like, I think people talk about Bravo, I don't fully relate to, but that show numbs my brain. Where I, yes. like, <laughs> I couldn't, I will finish an episode and they'll say, what happened? And I go, I couldn't tell you what happened it's a in lullaby. that episode. Yeah. It really it's is. Lullaby. It's like, I could watch any season and not know how it ends. And I've seen them all. And I've seen them all. And so, yeah, there's something about it that really just, like, wipes my brain. In a good way. It feels good. I love it. It's so charming and Mm -hmm. quaint and cute and wholesome. Um, But it is. it feels very repetitive. It feels like, all right, same old, same old. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's bread week again. Exactly. I will say that they added a new host, and I'm going to forget her name, but I'm obsessed with her. Because oh. they finally got, what's his name? Not Matt Smith. <laughs> That's not his name. Matt, uh, yeah, it was Matt something. Matt else. something. Great British Baking Show host. <laughs> Allison Hammond. Okay. Right? Allison Hammond. She has done flirty interviews in the UK for, like, years. Um, and okay. she is this, like, hilarious... Like, she's just a person, a TV personality, and she has this incredible interview with um, Harrison Ford and Ryan Reynolds. I'll have to send it to you. It went viral, oh, and it's so funny. I saw it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I've seen this, too. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, fun. Okay, yes. great. That's so a So, she's thrill. the new host. She's and delightful. She's, she's a delight. She's such mm-hmm. a joy to watch. I'm obsessed with her. Oh, it was Ryan um, Gosling. It was Ryan Gosling. You're right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So it was anyway. very cute. It was very cute. Very um, no. Okay, cool. Okay, that makes me actually... I just... Yeah, I felt... Before the same reason, kind of, Delaney, like, do I endeavor? Plus, I just had a crank through Selling Sunset. Like, we've been busy. I mean, actually, oh, this is yeah. the, perhaps the most aggressive TV schedule in a long time. We have Love Island Games, Winter, yeah. which is, again, six days a week. Winter House, Southern Charm, Real Houses of Miami, Real Houses of Potomac, Real Houses of Beverly Hills, Real Houses of Salt Lake City. Like, it's, that's yep. just like, and then just all of Selling Sunset I just finished. Wow. Like, yeah. It's, I've been, and I'm doing Below Deck in the background. Yep. So. I, at some point, future episode, we will have to dive into sun, Selling Sunset. We'll give people a little time, more time to watch. I haven't watched it all, but. Me neither. I have thoughts. Oh, I have we thoughts. have a reunion. Nuts. We have a reunion coming too, so we can do it post reunion. Incredible. Great. Incredible. Yeah. Would love because already it's just off the rails. Honestly, it it's makes so me appreciate OC. Uh, yep. I'm like the OC is actually so good. It I also mean, makes me appreciate really every good. Bravo show that's ever existed. Yeah. Nobody does they it like just Bravo. Don't get it right. Like yeah, OC is way better. Way better, but it still ain't hitting like Bravo. No. Yeah. But and I'll gobble it up. I'll slurp Absolutely. it up. Absolutely, give it to me every straw. time. I'll take it. <laughs> yep. And every I'll time, I'm gonna slurp, slurp it right up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't wait to dive in. We'll do a we'll do a, dive, a deep dive into the sunset. <laughs> yes. Right off into the sunset together. Exactly. Well. Thanks so much for hanging with us, gabbing, chatting, shooting the shoot. <laughs> and we will. <laughs> Trying to figure out what a UFO is. Yeah, and if you have any Anyone? ideas, 
we're open. We're we'll talk anytime about that. Um, yeah. But yeah, thanks so much. Give us a like. Give us a follow on social media. We can't wait to chat with you next week. So thanks again. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.